0: Hi, welcome back. Let's do uh, First Nephi chapter five right now, verse one. And it came to pass that after we had come down into the wilderness unto our father, behold, he was filled with joy, and also my mother Sariah was exceedingly glad, for she truly had mourned because of us. They may have been gone for uh, a lot longer than they had expected to be gone, for she had supposed that we had perished in the wilderness, and she also had complained against my father, telling him that he was a visionary man, saying, "Behold, thou hast led us forth from the land of our inheritance." And my sons are no more and we perish in the wilderness. And this is an obvious uh, normal mother behavior here that she's worried about her sons. And and because it's taken them a little extra longer to to get the plates than they, they thought, it wasn't just going to, you know, if you think about it, when they traveled from Jerusalem to where they're at, she probably knew about how long it would take. But because this wasn't just to go to Laban's house and bring him back, that she was, of course, worried about that. So this is probably several weeks beyond what she thought it should have taken. So uh, this is a normal thing for a mom. Verse 3, and after this manner of language had my mother complained against my father. Do we sometimes complain without having all the information? Verse 4, And it had come to pass that my father spake unto her, saying, I know that I am a visionary man, for if I had not seen the things of God in a vision, I should not have known the goodness of God, but had tarried at Jerusalem and had perished with my brethren. But behold, I have obtained a land of promise. The promise was given. All things are present once you have made the transition, once you have accepted it. In the which things I do rejoice, yea, and I know that the Lord will deliver my sons out of the hands of Laban and bring them down again unto us in the wilderness. And after this manner of language did my father Lehi comfort my mother Sariah concerning us while we journeyed in the wilderness up to the land of Jerusalem to obtain the record of the Jews. And when we had returned to the tent of my father, behold, their joy was full and my mother was comforted. And she spake, saying, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath commanded my husband... To flee into the wilderness, yea, and I also know of a surety that the Lord hath protected my sons, and delivered them out of the hands of Laban, and given them power, whereby they could accomplish the thing which the Lord hath commanded them. And after this manner of language did she speak. And it came to pass that they did rejoice exceedingly, and did offer sacrifice and burnt offerings unto the Lord, and they gave thanks unto the God of Israel. And after they had given thanks unto the God of Israel, my father Lehi took the records which were engraven upon the plates of brass, and he did search them. Uh, now, regarding this word, searching the scriptures, obviously it is one thing to read the scriptures. This is in, this is commendable and indeed a profitable exercise. It is quite another to search them and to look for the true meanings of the passages contained therein, to delve and inquire and ponder upon the particular verses and events under consideration, and to search that that spirit of truth for mastery and understanding, for wisdom and being able to liken the scriptural insights into oneself, unto oneself. And that's from Millet and, and McConkie. uh, continuing verse 10, from the beginning and even beheld that they did contain the five books of Moses. The only biblical account of the creation was revealed directly to Moses, but we are left to suppose that he copied or condensed the historical portions of Genesis from the writings of Noah, Melchizedek, Abraham, and the patriarchs. Continuing, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy were written by or under the direction of Moses, which gave an account of the creation of the world. The brass plates contained a more extensive account of the creation than, w- than that which is available in our present biblical record. We suppose the account was similar to that which we now have received through the Prophet Joseph Smith's inspired translation of the early chapters of Genesis. That's from Milton McConkie, and also of Adam and Eve, who were our first parents. Very frequently, the Bible will tell us what happened, while the more thorough and complete accounts are given in the Joseph Smith Translation or as taught in the Brass Plates will tell us additionally why it happened. And also a record of the Jews from the beginning, even down to the commencement of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah. And also the prophecies of the Holy Prophets. The Brass Plates contained, for example, prophecies of Abraham concerning the coming of Jesus Christ. Continuing verse 13, from the beginning even down to the commencement of the reign of Zedekiah and also many prophets which have been spoken by the mouth of Jeremiah. They had the complete Bible. These documents very were very rare and they were secret. He wouldn't have been able to get them. Laban was also a descendant of Joseph in a direct line. That's probably why they were in his house, but only one person at a time could receive these genealogical records. That was the direct descendant. In this case, it happened to be Laban. The circulation was very limited. The law was read publicly once a year, but only by the scribes and Pharisees. You didn't have a copy of the Bible in those days, and what's more, nobody but Judah could have had it at all. That was by Hugh Nibley. There was, more, there was more on them than there is in the Old Testament as we now have it. In other words, the brass plates. The prophecies of Zenic, Nehem, Zenos, Joseph, the son of Jacob, and probably many other prophets were preserved by them. And many of these writings foretold matters pertaining to the Nephites. From prophet to prophet and generation to generation, the brass plates were handed down and preserved by the Nephites. At some future date, the Lord has promised to bring them forth undimmed by time and retaining their original brightness, and the scriptural accounts recorded on them are to go forth unto every nation, kindred, and tongue, and people. That was mm-hmm. by Bruce R. McConkie. Brother Ludlow says that the brass plates obtained from Laban contain the five books of Moses, apparently similar to the first five books of the Bible the Pentateuch, which are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, a record of the Jews from the beginning down to Zedekiah, and the prophecies of the prophets from the beginning down to Jeremiah. This would explain how the biblical stories were known by the American Indian groups even before the arrival of the Catholic fathers in their Bibles after the time of Columbus. Historians have concluded the American Indian knew of the story of the creation, the flood, etc., before the time of Columbus, although they have not been able to explain how the Indians came into possession of this knowledge. In volume four of his Antiquities of Mexico, Lord Kingsborough found so many evidences of biblical stories among the Indians that he concluded, It is unnecessary to attempt in this place to trace out any further scriptural analogies in the traditions and mythology of the New World, since the coincidences which have already been mentioned are sufficiently strong to warrant the conclusion that the Indians, at a period long antecedent to the arrival of the Spaniards in America, were acquainted with a portion of at least the Old Testament. <clears throat> Verse fourteen, and it came to pass that my father Lehi also found upon the plates of brass a genealogy of his father's, wherefore he knew that he was a descendant of Joseph, yea, even that Joseph who was the son of Jacob, who was sold into Egypt and who was preserved by the hand of the Lord, that he might re- that he might preserve his father Jacob and all his household from perishing with famine. According to Joseph Smith, the 116 lost manuscript pages of the Book of Mormon also included a genealogy of Ishmael, showing him to be a descendant of Ephraim. That was by Robert Matthews. Verse 15, they were also led out of captivity and out of the land of Egypt by the same God who had preserved them. And thus, my father Lehi did preserve or did discover the genealogy of his fathers. And Laban also was a descendant of Joseph. Wherefore, he and his fathers had kept the records. We may properly ask ourselves how it happened that Laban and Lehi's family, for that matter, inasmuch as they were descendants of Joseph through Manasseh, happened to be living in Jerusalem. The tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, as the reader is well aware, had been had been allied generations before with the northern kingdom of Israel, not with Judah in the south. A reasonable answer to our question would be this, the northern kingdom of Israel fell to the Assyrians when its capital of Samaria capitulated to Sargon II in 722 BC, the forebearers of Laban may well have fled to Jerusalem to prevent the sacred records from falling into, the, into alien hands. Lehi's grandfather or great-grandfather may have left his northern home for Jerusalem in order to prevent his children from intermarrying and making re- religious compromises with the foreigners brought into the land by the Assyrians. Such a course would not be unreasonable on the part of many devout families. These good Israelite families thus hoped to escape pagan influences. And that was by Sidney Sperry. Verse 17 now, my, now, when my father saw all these things, he was filled with the Spirit and began to prophesy concerning his seed that these plates of brass should go forth unto all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people who were of his seed. Since many of the precious truths of the brass plates were known and recorded by Book of Mormon prophet writers, and since the Book of Mormon will eventually go to all the world in a, as a witness of Jesus Christ, and also of the great latter-day work, this particular prophetic utterance is being and will yet be fulfilled. In addition, undoubtedly at some future day, the brass plates themselves will be brought forth and their contents thereafter will be available for study to all those with pure hearts and with ears to hear. That was by Robert Millett and Joseph McConkie. Therefore, or wherefore, he said that these plates of brass should never perish, neither should they be dimmed any more by time. Perhaps Lehi was indicating here a neglect by Laban of these brass treasures, a neglect which would, would have allowed the plates to have become tarnished or corroded. Uh, And he prophesied many things concerning his seed. Elder McConkie said in this connection, be it also remembered that the brass plates that Nephi took from Jerusalem contain more of the word of the Lord for the comparable period than does our present Old Testament. They, of course, will also come forth in due time as part of the restoration of all things. Indeed, Lehi prophesied that these plates of brass should go forth unto all nations, kindreds, tongues, and people who were of his seed. Wherefore, he said that these plates of brass should never perish, neither should they be dimmed any more by time. Verse 20, And it came to pass that thus far I and my father had kept the commandments wherewith the Lord had commanded us. And we had obtained the records which the Lord had commanded us and searched them and found that they were desirable, yea, even of great worth unto us, insomuch that we could preserve the commandments of the Lord unto our children. Again, here's another importance of the scriptures of preserving our language. Wherefore, it was wisdom in the Lord that we should carry them with us as we journeyed in the wilderness towards the land of promise. I bear testimony of the truth of these things that the Book of Mormon is true in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.